0: Welcome to this bonus episode of the PDX Pet Connection podcast. On today's episode, I have Paul Martisich and Scott Wagoner of Fetch. Paul is back to tell us all about the exciting new developments happening at Fetch that you and your dog will love. Welcome to the PDX Pet Connection Podcast. On today's episode, I am welcoming back Paul Martisich of Fetch and one of his newest companions, Scott Wagoner. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having Uh, us. Yeah, thank you.
0: All right, so since Scott's new to the whole thing, who is Scott?
2: Well, uh, since I know him best... uh, (laughs) I came in, and I actually went to uh, uh, high school with Paul's son, Um, and so I've known Paul for many years, and I've kind of, throughout my career, done many different things, have had great opportunities to be a part of uh, conversations, especially around small businesses. uh, That's gave me a very good insight on, you know, how they should run uh, the pitfalls and troubles that you know any any new business uh, runs into uh, and you know hopefully ways to uh, 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 be successful at them so um, that's I have a, kind of a background in marketing but the last I'd say eight to ten years has been a lot of operational uh, support with a lot to do with scaling small businesses so that's hey. that's
0: So what's your official title over there at Fetch?
2: Uh, I'm the general manager.
0: Awesome. Well, welcome. It's a great company. And so, Paul, I know that you have been working on things um, since we last spoke two years ago. I can't believe it's been almost two years. That's crazy. But um, so what's changed since we last spoke?
1: Sure. So a lot of things we... uh... You know, one of the first things we did, Kim, was we we went through a rebranding exercise. We felt like we needed to you know have a brand that was a little bit more playful, a little more engaging, uh, a little bit more approachable. So we uh, went with a new little brand, just so, you know the, an image of a dog with a chef's hat, and it just it's just it's much more approachable and engaging. So that was the first thing, and then. Um, you know, the last, since two years ago, just, we've really just continued to learn more about the the market and the space we're in. I, you know, the business was started by myself and, and my wife, and it's really just, you know, it's been us and Chef Sean and Dan in the kitchen that produce our food. And I just felt like I needed to bring on another, you know, partner to, you know, focus on the marketing, the digital. And, but the, the other things we're, really just came to just to surface was we felt like we we needed to be a little bit more you know laser focused on who we were talking to or you know who has the most influence on what people feed their dogs Mm -hmm. and the two groups that we have zeroed in on are veterinarians and the rescue organizations so the first thing we felt like was we needed to have a a a local vet um, presence in our business. We have a certified vet nutritionist uh, out of Michigan because these people are not walking the streets everywhere. They're very, right. <laughs> uh, very, you know, very scientific. She's a Ph.D. in uh, food science, so she she definitely leads the effort in our our design of our recipes. But we felt like we needed uh, local to local voices. So we set out to hire or bring on board a, what I call our our veterinarian board of advisors. And this group helps us with our, the evolution of our products. So we have more products that we want to come out with that do address some very specific, um, uh, you know, medical conditions of dogs. I don't think the prescribed medicine, but as far as it, you know, you know, dogs that have, you know, sensitive tummies or certain skin conditions, we want to make sure that the ingredients, um, you know, help, you know, help those situations. So we have, you know, great four local vets that are on our website, and that is in process. Um, And the other thing we're working on then is working with with the Portland Veterinarian Medical Association. So this is a local veterinarian group, they have 650 local members. And so we are now involved in sponsorship programs with that organization. And the key is really is to, to get the fetch name out to the local Portland vet community. So we plan to be supporters of that group uh, through our support, through the veterinarian association, we will invest part of our profits back into the veterinarian community. Um, So we're just, we're just rolling that out where, you know, vets are now talking to you know their clients every single day just about you know general nutrition for their dogs right. and right now you know their their choices of who they can recommend as far as a fresh food diet you know are companies like the farmer's dog just food for dogs companies that are shipping product you know from you know multiple you know state borders you know, you know across the country and what we're really emphasizing is we're local. We're here to provide the best fresh food possible for the local dog community. So right now, you know, the veterinary community in Portland does not know we exist. So we are just starting that rollout and we hope that now, you know, vets will wanna support a local company. You know, doing, doing good by local dogs and we're supporting the Portland vet community. So that's one, that's one key initiative we're working on. The second group we found that has the most influence on what people feed their dogs is the rescue organizations. Right, yeah. We have set out to build partnerships with multiple organizations here in Portland. And we have a referral program where we financially support the rescues in helping some of their operating budget. So we can easily, you know, pay Google money for every new customer. I'd rather give that money to a rescue organization that can help that in, you know, finding dogs, you know, great forever homes.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: We've already uh, begun to establish some relationships. We have more in the pipeline, but that's another key area that we're, that we're focused on, um, and then thirdly is social media. We've really not—I'll um, just say—use social media as a way to get our word out. And again, we're we're much more focused on you know being proudly Portland. And so we are just launching right now. We're testing ads in the you know, Portland metro area. And so again, it's just—it's really just getting our name out there and letting people know that we are a local company. We're supporting the local dog community, the local, you know, professional associations, the local rescues. Um, we provide, you know, because we're local, we can provide a service that nobody else can. And so we're we're excited. And Scott, you know, we're we're expecting to see our, you know, we expect to see the business scale where today we rent a commercial kitchen in Southeast Portland. It's a shared kitchen. But we hope in the next, you know, six to twelve months with the programs we're rolling out, that we'll be looking for our own space here pretty soon.
0: Oh, that'd be amazing.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of what uh, what's happening in a nutshell with us.
0: Okay, that's a lot. That's yeah. that's a lot of amazing things.
1: We're excited. Scott's right. been great. Great, great thing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, have you added any new recipes during this time or did you just want to kind of get all your ducks in a row before you started going in that direction?
2: Yeah. So we're, we're actively, uh, I mean, like it, with anything in retail, we're actively looking to the future as well as trying to balance the present and, and all of our you know community, uh, making sure that they are, you know, getting the best food. So yes, we, we're looking at expanding that. Um, one of the great things that the Vet Advisory Board has given us is like expert level uh, feedback, mm-hmm. you know, not just from, like I said, uh, the people who uh, are creating recipes are top of the line, but having that feedback here locally, uh, vets seeing the dogs, um, giving us a little bit uh, better understanding of how we can serve both the vets and ultimately uh, the pups that they uh, take care of. Like that's been, um, I'd say, I'd say it's enlightening um, just saying like, okay, Hey, we've, we've done it this way for a while. This is how we can make uh, uh, changes where we feel that are necessary. And then also it helps us give a better understanding of where we can go with other uh, items, whether it's recipes for different pup loaves or you know potentially other products that um, we'd like to bring out. So uh, the long-winded you know, version is yes, that's <laughs> yeah we can we are able to uh, um, start seeing where that roadmap leads us, which is really exciting.
0: Yeah, that's great, and I I I think that's interesting that you're saying you're talking about the vets giving you feedback because they can at least give you real-time feedback if they're dealing with a mm-hmm. dog with skin. Conditions and they start on your diet. They can give you that feedback that yes, it's really helping, and you can make any adjustments if necessary. So yeah, that's a that's so amazing that that's happening.
1: Yeah, I mean right now, you know, as we speak, you know, again, one of the the first things the local vet board did was they you know looked at our existing recipes and our existing recipes. You know, all the ingredients are safe for dogs to eat, but there were certain items in the recipe. They're like, well, this could Cause a little bit of bloating for some dogs, and so mm-hmm. we we made some minor tweaks that we're just getting ready to roll out, and so that's just, you know kind of the first phase. So like Scott said, that you know we're we will be we'll be rolling out in the next you know over the next six to twelve months, you know more pup loaf variations, and then some other products. <laughs>
0: And um, could you remind the listeners too, like, I know you have like the pup loaves and then you also, ha- you have the pup loaf program and you have the topper program. So yes. could you remind everybody like what services you have available?
1: Absolutely. So we do have a full meal plan. So, you know, dogs can eat a hundred percent of their diet that can be pup loaf. And for those that want to, you know, whether, you know, monitor budgetary or for whatever reason, we have a topper plan, which represents half of what the uh, a full meal plan would be so we encourage people to you know even just even give us a try with a a topper plan where they would combine half of our food with half of the existing food you know that they're feeding their dogs and and where we can provide them some feedback or guidance on you know we know based on the weight of the dog how many calories you know that dog should consume and if they are currently feeding their dog kibble there's an average of you know you look at multiple different kibble brands and products and there's a small range of how many calories per cup it it's just it's pretty standard so we we know based on the weight of the dog if they're feeding you know we know if we feed half uh, fetch we know okay if you're giving your dog a cup of kibble now give your dog a half a cup of kibble and give them an inch of pup loaf and they'll get they're getting the necessary calories
0: and with pup loaf um I know with raw you have to like gradually transition dogs, but with pup loaf, do you need to transition them slowly from kibble to pup loaf?
2: Absolutely.
1: So we provide a transition guide for all of our customers. So over a seven to ten day period, then we 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 coach them through that transition. And our okay. food, is, and our food is fully cooked. I mean, it's it is fresh, but it is fully cooked.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's going to probably have less issue with transitioning over than going from a raw, but yeah, I mean,
1: there yeah. S- oh.
0: Yeah. Scott. Oh, should... Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. It's uh, I would say, I mean, I have, uh, I have a herd of dogs um, and from uh, some have a little bit uh, more sensitive stomachs than other. But it from that that transition from my own anecdotal uh, you know experiences that it 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 wasn't much to transition them to mm-hmm. to it, again, mainly because it's it's fully cooked, it's fresh. you know we're one of the things that you know we really are actively trying to do is is get all the materials uh, uh, and all the ingredients for the loaf itself as local as possible. so it's mm-hmm. you know we're. We, that is a steadfast, you know, thing that we're trying to do. So we know where it's coming from, you know, there, we don't have any surprises or anything that saying, Hey, this is, this could cause an issue. So that's from the operational side, you know, behind the scenes, like truly in the kitchen, it's, that's something that we are actively focusing on and uh, through our supply partners here locally in, in uh, Portland, it's, you know, it shows up at the end product and, um, and, you know, fortunately, we have uh, a great community of subscribers um, that Paul's built up, you know, since he started. And they give, you know, along with the vets, they give us great feedback of, hey, you know, uh, my dog, you know, had this reaction, good, you know, bad or indifferent. Like, the, which, again, helps us a lot with uh, how to advise someone with, you know, how to how to transition them. Because we, we give a, a standard transition plan, as Paul said. But it's, um, it just, again, helps. We're, we're constantly learning through this whole process, um, which is, you know, that's, that's the goal. It's making us a lot better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure there are dogs with really sensitive systems that might need to transition a little bit longer than, Mm -hmm. you know, some dogs who can practically switch overnight. It's no big deal, you know? Well, it's so exciting to hear everything that you guys have going on over there. And I can't wait to hear about the new recipes.
1: Yeah, we we are very excited. Like I said, we are you know really just you know weeks into this you know new initiative. So um, six months from now, twelve months from now, we hope to look you know you know a lot different and a lot you know and, and really you know be serving more dogs in the Portland community.
0: Are you going to be out doing any events? Because um, I know I've seen you several times over our apartment building so i are you like getting out into the community that way as well
1: yes we will be uh we're working with the oregon humane society and we'll be part of you know the Doggy dash uh there's the the corgis on the beach so yes we will be (laughs) we will be
0: my favorite you know
1: yes we will be out in the community very soon so um yes simple answer is yes to your question
0: Oh, that's great. And of course, you know, especially if you're going to be at Corgi Beach Day, you know, you definitely see me. So
1: we're excited. We're excited for that one. So uh, yeah, so we, we just, you know, we have to do a better job of, you know, being more present and consistently present in the Portland community. And it just reinforce that we are here for, you know, for the Portland, for Portland dog lovers, Portland dog parents.
0: That's awesome. So is there anything else you'd like any teasers for like potential new products or anything that you'd like to throw out there?
1: Um, I'll throw one out there. I mean, I, again, we have the cup loaf and we have options, you know, like I said, different flavors and, you know, you know, looking at chicken and I think at some point we'll come out with a a surf and turf, but, uh, One of the products that i'm excited about just from a health standpoint and what it does with the food is we'll we'll start coming out with like a a bone broth oh nice to as an additive and then we've got some treats in mind as well but the bone broth to me is a i think just it just brings again just more nutrition more moisture to the dog's diet that's really important versus dry highly processed food so I would say look for bone broth to be on uh, our menu here pretty soon.
0: Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Paul and Scott, for coming on and updating us as to what's happening with fetch. And it sounds like there's some really great things going on and uh, I will put all your information in the notes for this episode. So people can keep up with all the new happenings and uh, I wish you great success with uh, all the new stuff.
1: Great. Thanks for having us, Ken. We appreciate yeah. it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, bye thank for you.
1: now. Bye bye.